Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal on this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. I am so excited about today's interview because I am bringing to you the Reese Evans, fellow manifestation queen, quantum leap empress. I don't know if she would call herself those names, but for some reason, when I think of Reese, that's exactly what comes up for me. And founder of a ridiculously successful coaching empire called Yes Supply. Reese is actually someone I met back in 2017 when we were both in the more beginning stages of our businesses. She actually took an NLP certification with my husband, Brennan. And ever since then, I have been watching her from afar since she lives all the way in Canada, literally blow up her business. Last time I checked, she hit her first six-figure month and was on her way to hitting her first multiple six-figure month. You're going to find out exactly what she's earning now in the actual interview. And I just think it is so exciting and shows what is possible for all of us. Now, Reese is a brand new mom and is raising the cutest little boy as she continues her work, changing people's lives all over the world. If you've never connected with Reese or her company, Yes Supply, prepare to get ultra inspired in this episode. Reese Evans is a mindset and abundance coach, creator of the Yes Supply Method. She's on the mission to teach the world the power of the subconscious mind. Oh, hell yeah. We love the subconscious mind, energetics, and universal laws to create the life you're truly meant to live. Reese spent most of her life riddled with limiting beliefs and negative self-talk and saying no to herself for far too long. Everything changed when she realized that the magic was in saying yes and truly going after her dreams. She began to embody this in every area of her identity, beliefs, and energy, and everything she dreamed of began to manifest. By working with the power of the subconscious mind, with coaching techniques like neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, emotional freedom techniques, tapping, and energy work, she's found the formula to make incredible change permanent and is now on a mission to spread the power spread the message to as many people as she can. She now trains hundreds of people in her Yes Supply Method coaching certification to create massive positive impact as mindset, manifestation, relationship, and business coaches by equipping them with the tools they need to help more people release what's holding them back and create quantum leaps in their lives. You guys are absolutely going to love Reese. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. 
Hello, Reese, and welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. It's so great to be here with you. Oh my God. I'm so happy to see you because the last time I saw you like actually in person was back in 2017 when you and Brennan were doing your NLP certification. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember that night that we hung out. That was so much fun. And it's been such an incredible journey just like watching you evolve and transform and quantum leap and like the freaking empire that you have built around your coaching business and the certification that you're on. It's been such an inspiration and I'm so excited for you to be on this podcast because I got so many questions for you and I'm sure everyone listening is super curious about like your journey because I know people always ask me like, Catherine, how did you grow so fast? How did you do this? How did you do that? And like, I'm sick of my own story. I tell it way too much. So I can't wait to hear your story. Um, Can you kind of like go into where you began and all the way up until like where you are today running this incredible coaching empire, making like what? 200k months now the last time I checked freaking unbelievable can you just like fill us in (laughs) fill you in yeah well honestly I feel the exact same about you so it's been so great kind of growing alongside each other and I think that's such a testament to what mindset work really can do for someone right um so I guess I'll just start at the beginning um so I'm Reese so great to meet everyone who's here a founder of Yes Supply and so I'm from Canada Um, And I grew up in a single parent household, just feeling very different from everyone around me. Um, I'm a woman of color at school. I was one of the few kids of color. I remember watching movies or TV shows and never seeing anyone who looked like me and always wondering like, why, why is that? Why are the people of color always in the background or the sidekick? And, you know, no one ever teaches you that in school, right? There's so many things that you're just left with these giant question marks about life. Um, and also too, feeling really different where my mom was a single mom and a lot of my friends had quote, like the perfect families and that type of thing. And then when I was about uh, 10 years old, my mom actually got into a really abusive relationship, physically, emotionally, like violent. And again, this is one of those things that nobody prepares you for this. And so when I was at home, my home life was just like a living hell. And then I would go to school and just kind of like, I almost had to be two different people. And I would just like pretend that everything was okay and smile and joke because I didn't know how to deal with that. I felt a lot of shame. I felt a lot of embarrassment. I felt again, so different from everyone else around me. And now looking back, I can say he should have been embarrassed, you know, but when you're going through that, you don't, you don't really know, you know, how to go about it. And so after that, you know, by the end of the six year relationship, my mom ended up getting breast cancer. And this, like her and I discussed it over and over again. And this is a big part of why we so deeply believe in like the mind body connection. Because, you know, after six years of someone telling you that you're less than and you're worthless and, and all of these terrible things, and her not feeling like she could express herself, she suppressed so much of that energy, right? Um, we were actually, she, she was over a few weeks ago. And we were talking to about even just the time that she grew up in, it was like, don't cry, don't show emotion. Like she was like, my grandparents are saints, but you know, she was upset with her brothers or sisters. She wasn't allowed to express that. And so, so much got suppressed. So, um, and like I said, she was over a few weeks ago. So she's a 15 year cancer survivor. She, she's doing great. But yeah, after that, I just had, I was my own biggest bully. I had so many negative emotions, limiting beliefs. I would just always tell myself I wasn't good enough. No one would ever like me. I was the biggest introvert, um, afraid to speak to more than two people at once and just work. And my outside world reflected my inside world. Like I just worked at a series of jobs that I didn't like, you know, being treated less than, be treated like a number. And I remember one time at my old retail job, I looked around and there were so many people there at that retail job that I really believed in, like creatives, um, people who would say like, I really want to be an artist, but I can never do that. I really want to be a designer, but I can never do that. And I would see so much potential in them. So I was like, why are you saying that I could never do that? And it it made me realize how much we say no to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. When the world's not telling us no, but we're telling ourselves no. And then I asked myself the question, wait, what if I'm just saying no to myself? Yeah. And (laughs) 
quick, I'm just the only thing that's really stopping myself. And it feels like there's this force field, but really it's just the force field that I'm creating because I'm limiting myself. And that's when the little droplets of the idea for Yes Supply started to come in. I remember one day after a tough day at work, I just started journaling. Like if I could create anything, what would it be? And I came up with this idea to empower people on, on the internet. And back then it sounded so weird, right? And I didn't get started. It took me probably a year to actually do anything with it, again, because of all the limiting beliefs. But I just started off with a blog, just sharing my story. And then that turned into, oh my God, I'm actually helping people. Maybe I can actually monetize this, not just to make money, but I'm like, if I can help people just a few hours a day after work, imagine what I could do if I was actually making enough money to pay my bills. And it's so funny because when I first started, I just wanted enough to pay my bills, right? Yeah. And then my vision, my vision got bigger. And so you know this, when your vision gets bigger, the resources that you need get bigger, right? Oh, so you good. Want eight, you want eight players on your team and I don't want anyone on my team to work for free, you know, and they don't want to work for free either, right? So like you need resources. And so I started coaching, realize that through coaching, you know, telling your coach, your coaching clients is not going to get them very far, but empowering them from the inside out, that makes all the difference. And that's when I became obsessed with the subconscious mind, got certified in all these incredible techniques. And then, you know, I had this mission to share these techniques with as many people as I can. And that's when we launched the Yes Supply Method, which brought us to where we are today. So that's like infancy to now. I <laughs> in love like it. Oh my God. I love it. So for anyone listening, like I am so vouch for what Reese has created because I actually took it over the summer. I really wanted to refresh myself in a lot of the tools and modalities and skills that Reese um, is so incredible at and so incredible at teaching at and her trainers are incredible. Uh, Reese just had a baby when I took uh, that certification. So I actually got trained by one of her trainers and Reese popped on every now and then. And I remember, I remember one of the days with the scripts, I caused all kinds of confusion. (laughs) I was confused too. I think everybody was confused, but I learned so much in that moment. At first I felt really bad. I was like, oh my God, here I am trying to be this like know-it-all. And then I took away, like I was so happy I spoke up because I I actually understood that script on a whole nother level. You know, like when you fuck something up, the lessons that come out of that are so much more powerful than if you just like you're way too scared to ask questions or you're way too scared to make a mistake. And so you just kind of suppress that as you shared, like suppressing emotions, suppressing curiosity, suppressing uncertainty and all that stuff. Like it's going to rear its ugly head at some point. So that can like show up as like making a mistake in a script with an actual client instead of like asking questions in class. But I I still Mm -hmm. laugh about that to this day. And your training is absolutely incredible. And it's amazing what you've created. And I'm super curious, like, you know, you talked about how your vision expanded and like, it seems like you've just been fucking knocking all your money and financial goals, just like completely out of the water. And I'm curious, like, how did that begin for you? Like, how did you start to realize that there's so much more out there for you to the point where you, I know you were talking about how you were um, setting a goal to manifest like your first six figure month. And I'm curious, like, when did you set that goal and how long did it take and what did you do to get there? Because people always ask me about my journey with my million dollar launch. It took me like eight launches to finally get there. And I got there last launch and I got there again this launch. So um, I could so relate to that like goal that you just keep setting. And it's like one day you get there and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So can you like kind of share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing all that. And I actually remember the day when I set the goal. And when I set the goal, I didn't think it was possible. Like everything about me didn't think it was possible, but I wanted it. So I was actually at a conference and the person giving the conference said, you know, set a goal that's so big that you don't even believe it. And I was like, you know what? My intuition told me a hundred K months. And so I'm like, okay, we're going with it. And I realized, you know, if I was making a hundred K months, like my purpose would be so much more fulfilled. Like think of the people I could hire, think of the people that I could help. And you know, this in the certification, we talk about, you know, the different levels of the mind. And when you tie your goal to a purpose and your purpose is so much bigger than you, then you no longer let your limiting identities or the beliefs about you stop yourself anymore. And how you just said, you know, try something and don't be afraid of failing. It's like, 
you fail your way all the way to the six yes. figure month, right? You try different things. Um, I remember one of the big things I actually had to work through, especially being pregnant, was I used to have a huge belief that nobody wanted to support me. There's no way you're running a multi-million dollar business if you have the belief that nobody wants to support you. And when I started to work through that and I believe that people would support me, now I have the most amazing team. Like literally love my team so much. So anyway, I set that goal and knowing what we know, I knew that my inside world had to reflect that. And so I started to work on my identity and I asked myself like the version of Reese who easily and effortlessly achieves it. Not like, oh my God, it's such a stretch. But like, it's normal. Like I make hundred K a month. You make hundred K a month. Like your puppy makes hundred K. Like it's normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> I had to make it like, oh, that's totally normal in my mind and, and be that person and show up like that person and talk about money, like that person. And it was only when I really believed it on a cellular level that it came into my life for a long time. I didn't believe it. And I remember, I think it was about April that I actually started to look at my Thrive Cart, that's my checkout, look at my Thrive Cart and be like, that's weird. Why doesn't it say hundred K a month? Like I believed it. So I believed it so much inside that I, when I looked at my bank account or my checkout, I was like, that's weird. There should be way more in there. Cause I believed it so much. And then it was June. We had our first six figure month. It, this was June. What year are we in? 20, 2018, 2019. We're in 2021. 2019. Thank yeah. you. 2020 was a blur. <laughs> I'm like, where, where am I? I know. Um, so it was June. And then we had, yeah, because I was traveling and when was not doing that last no. year. Um, <laughs> so it was June. And then the next two months, we just missed it. So I think it was somewhere around 80 or 90K. And I realized it's because I got to that belief, but I didn't fully stabilize the belief. Mm. And so I realized, okay, there's more triggers coming up. There's more things coming up. I have more work to do. And then it was September, I believe, where we had our next six-figure month. And then every month after that, it's been six figures or now multiple six figures. But it really is about like who I was being. And, you know, a lot of times, like I'm sure you work with a lot of coaches. So you hear um, people saying like, it's hard to do a live stream or it's hard to do this or it's hard to do that. But actually when you think about it, doing a live stream is picking up your phone. You're picking up your phone anyway and pressing a button to order Uber Eats, right? So it's no different than picking up your phone, opening up Instagram. Well, now it's harder because they moved all the buttons, but you know, pressing the plus button, then pressing the live button and then talking. That's all a live really is. And when you are that person, that coach, that leader, that thought leader, whatever it is, who has a message, it's easy because you know you have something important to say. Not important because you're on some pedestal. Important because it can change someone's entire life. And so when you do that, it's like your duty to just keep showing up and making it as habitual as brushing your teeth or ordering Uber Eats or you know taking Layla for a walk or whatever it is. I love what you just shared about like going live is just pushing some buttons and we do the same thing. Like one of the scariest things for me back in the day was getting on stage and talking. And I was like, and by that point, I've gotten really good at talking, you know, via live stream or podcast, whatever. And I'm really good at talking to my friends. So I'm like, wait a second, you're just like walking down an aisle and you're just like going up a couple of stairs, something you do all the time. And you just get on a stage and you just like talk to people (laughs) and it's just a slightly different format. But like, we really do let ourselves create the weirdest and scariest and most frightening internal representations and Mm -hmm. meanings, meanings that we attach to like what we're doing. That is the thing that gets in our way. And it's just, it's, it's, I, I giggle because it's so true. It's just, you're pushing some fucking buttons on your phone. You're just doing this. You're just doing that. Like starting a business online, it's just opening up your computer and Googling some things and just like typing some things, right? It's so simple, but we let our ego get in the way so often. You know, I love what you shared about stabilizing beliefs. I'm sure people are going to have questions about that. Can you just kind of go into like what you mean by stabilizing beliefs? And for anyone who has hit like their first goal and they, they are approaching it right now from the mindset of like, oh my God, was this a fluke? Mm -hmm. Is this the one hit wonder? And I know even I had thoughts like that before this launch that I'm currently in as we're recording where I thought to myself like, oh my God, what if that launch was just a 
a fluke, right? Because we went from a 600K launch and being stuck at 600K launches to almost a $2 million launch. And just like from launch to launch, it was such a huge uh, spike. And I was like, oh my God, was that a fluke, right? And I had to go back and stabilize that belief. And now we're almost at those numbers again. I think we're going to surpass it. So I know it's not a fluke, but I'm curious for anyone out there who is struggling with that and has those thoughts, like, what do you mean by stabilizing the belief? For sure. And I just want to say you're such a testament to this because you're in the middle of the launch yeah. and you're filming this podcast with me. Just every, it's every day for you to have yes. a $10 million launch. Yeah. That's the energy that we all want to channel right now. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you one of my hacks that I actually use to, to stabilize the belief and stabilize the identity. I use muscle testing. So for anyone who doesn't know what muscle testing is, we all can intuitively feel if something is a truth to us or if something is a lie. Like, if I say, my name is Reese, it feels like a truth. Yeah. But if I say, I live in Bali, even though that would be great, it, my body knows it's a lie, right? Yeah. And so um, there's a lot actually to be said on muscle testing. A great book that goes into it is Power Versus Force. But anyway, what I, what I do is I say the goal that I want and I aim to say it like it's already a truth. And when I say it, I can feel in my body oh, that still feels off. So before I'd say, I make 100K a month. And then I'm like, oh, I, like, I'm very kinesthetic as well. I, very, I feel a lot of things. So I feel like a pang in my chest of panic or I feel some anxiety lingering. And I'm like, okay, well, there's no way that 100K a month is going to be my new normal if I'm resisting it because I think that it's going to bring on a bunch of panic or overwhelm or anxiety. And so in those moments, I'm obsessed with all my mindset tools. So in those moments, I'll literally go and do a reprogramming session with myself. I'll tap on the anxiety. I'll do some regression techniques to release the panic. Or when did I decide it was overwhelming to have a big staff or make a certain amount of money? And then I realized that the only reason why I thought that making a certain amount of money is a lot is just because of the environment that I grew up in. So one of the things that I always share with my students is like, if you were Kylie Jenner, you know, would you think making a million dollars a month is a lot? (laughs) No, right? Like if Kylie Jenner made only a million dollars a month, she'd probably have to fire half of her team, right? You know what I mean? Like she probably couldn't even pay her maintenance fees for her house. So even though for us, a million dollars a month is like, oh my God, that would be so amazing. For some people that's normal because everything is just perception right? Everything just has the meaning that we put on it. And so when you can kind of detach and look at it from a different perspective, like, okay, well, I grew up in in Canada here in this city. So yeah, I think like it's a lot, but if I grew up in Calabasas or, you know, wherever the Kardashians are from, I'd be like, you only make a million dollars a month. Right. And so again, that's what I do in my own head. And then when I can say I make a hundred K a month or I make 200k a month, or I make 10 million a year, and it feels like a truth all the way through from my head to my toes, I know that it is just around the corner. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. It's funny. I talk all uh, a lot about, you know, when I finally hit the goal that I wanted to hit for my launch, people always ask me like, so what do you do during your launches? And I'm like, I'm chilling. Yes. If I'm not doing the same thing that I'm normally doing during a launch, then I'm doing something wrong. I'm trying too hard. And if I'm trying too hard, am I really approaching it as that version of myself that already had that million dollar launch? No, because that version of myself is not trying so hard. It's so normal. It's like, it's like, past the salt kind of energy. It's like, let me just go grab, let me just go grab some food from my fridge kind of energy. It's just like, yeah, let me just make a million dollars in a week. Like it's no big deal. So I love that. I love, love, love the way that you describe it. I'm curious, Reese, you have so much confidence. Like you just radiate confidence. Every time I see your posts, every time I see your videos, I'm like, this girl just is the shit. Like I just love her so much. Where does your confidence come from? And have you always had this level of confidence? Okay, I'm laughing right now. <laughs> I definitely have not always had this level of confidence. Oh my God, that's like the funniest joke ever. No, I used to be the person who was like, I'm in a corner, like could not, like I couldn't talk to more than two people at once, Catherine. Yeah, like, you same. I remember, so before I knew, you know, all these subconscious mindset tools, I would force myself to change. So I remember I went to Toastmasters, which is kind of like a really affordable public speaking. And 
thinking that I was going to stand at the front of the room and pee myself, like, or people were going to throw to me. I would so, literally <laughs> poop, like forget pee. I'd poop myself. I, I had the same thing as you, like yeah, terrified. Yeah, yeah. Terrified. Yeah. And, um, you know what? It's so funny that you say that I'm confident and I appreciate that so much, but I think again, going back to purpose, it's not even about confidence for me anymore. Like I really believe that I work for someone or something so much higher than Mm. me and so much bigger than me. And like, um, you know, today we're teaching one of our classes and one of the women was sharing that a family member, because they got these techniques, um, it, it stopped them from doing something that could have been really detrimental to them. Right. And like, it just reminds me that like this work saves lives. Like knowing knowing that you are infinite, knowing that you are capable of anything, knowing that the fact that your boss hates you or your boyfriend broke up with you or whatever happened isn't, doesn't have to stop you or slow you down. And you're so much bigger than your Mm. problems. And you can also learn such powerful lessons. And we also came here for such powerful lessons. Um, it's, it's not about like, me, Reese, I'm confident. It's like, I have work to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I can't let little things like knock me off and get me to stop doing the work that I do. And lately I talk a lot about money as well. And the reason why is because, you know, Maslow's hierarchy. If, if all the, the bad people have money, you know, the good people don't actually have control to change the world. Mm-hmm. If all the good people are are focused on like, how do I just get by? How do I just pay my bills? You can't go up the ranks to self-actualization, finding out, you know, your, your internal talents, your natural abilities, what you came to this planet to do, and then you're not getting to transcendence. And so I believe that like literally following a similar path to you, finding what you love, talking about manifestation, growing a business and empowering people. It's like when you have enough financial resources and you're in your power doing something that you love, you're going to have the freedom to self-actualize, to find out what you love to do, to help others, to donate to charities, um, to give great people jobs, whatever that is. And that's the only way you're going to get to transcendence. You're not going to get there if you're like, Oh my gosh, like this bill came in and I don't I don't know what to do because then you're in you're in fight or flight mode. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. It seems like following your purpose and getting out of your way and like making the kind of money that you want to make is like the most selfless thing that you can do in order to change the world. And I also believe that as well. It's like we keep perpetuating the story around how like only the greedy bad people have money. And if we keep as a collective consciousness, if we keep putting that story out there, who is actually going to be the one attracting the money? Who's actually going to be the one going after the money? It's all the quote unquote bad people. And so we are perpetuating the story on the collective conscious level. And we need to understand that like, listen, you know, one person versus 9 billion or however many billion there are now, it's like, yeah, it seems like it's not going to make a difference, but it is because you, by you switching the story and you knowing that you're a good person and you, you know, doing the work that you came here to do and follow your purpose and make the kind of money that you want to make, you're going to impact those directly around you. And then those people are going to impact directly around them. And it's like this ripple effect where we think we're so powerless and it's just like, oh, it's just me. No, 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 no. Like there are more people listening to you and like being influenced by you and looking up to you than you think. And this always shows up for me, like especially in my um, like programs and, and DMs and like anywhere where I am online, like I'll have people who will never, ever, ever like comment a single thing or I've never seen them like ever show up in my sphere. And then one day they write this long ass DM, like Catherine, I've been following you for like, five years or I don't even, yeah, five years is around how old manifestation babe is. (laughs) I've been following you for five years, like since 2016. And this is how you changed my life. And I'm like, damn, like that's crazy people. I don't even recognize their name. I've never seen them comment anything. And we, we just think that it's only the things that we see in front of us that are, you know, that we're impacting, but there's so much more out there and it's just really cool. Um, 
you mentioned, you know, the five levels of the mind or the levels of the mind, I think, mm-hmm. however many there are. And, you know, you spoke on purpose and you talk about identity and stuff like that. For anyone who just doesn't know what that is, can you kind of share that um, as well as like how we can use that to, to basically change our, change our life? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure if you've been listening to Catherine, you know, she knows all about the subconscious mind and loves the subconscious mind. So these are the different levels of our mind that help us create change. And so essentially how it goes is at the very top of this pyramid, if you can visualize, it's interesting because we're all listening right now. Um, But at the top of this pyramid, there's purpose. Just below it is identity. Just below it is values, then beliefs then behaviors, and then environment. And so the things that are the lowest are what's most conscious to us. So our behavior, what you're doing every day, like getting on a live stream or, you know, doing a podcast or or whatever and environment, which also means our results, right? It's like when you open up your bank account and you either like what you see or you don't like what you see. So those are the things that are most conscious as you move up to, um, oh, I missed one potential is in there as well. So as you move up to potential and beliefs and values, and identity and purpose, the higher up you go, you're working on more of an unconscious level. And actually with purpose, you're actually working on a spiritual level. And so one of the things that I found out the long way was if I just keep doing, 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 forcing, 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 trying to change the 3D with the 3D, like making something change or trying to make someone do something, I'm going to feel like I'm hitting my head against the wall. But as I start to move up and I start to change my beliefs about what's possible for me or my values, like what's important to me or my identity, like we talked about before, I'm just naturally the person who attracts this or my purpose. Again, I'm just naturally the person who attracts this and can, you know, create good for myself and for others. As you go up to the top, when you're able to shift that, it'll have a trickle down effect on all the rest of it. So as you find your identity or your purpose and you really step into that, it's like a shortcut for change because it's going to have a trickle down effect on how you act. And then also those results, whether it's your partner or what you see in the bank account or your work or whatever it is. And so that's why it's so important. And I think sometimes too, people get really caught up in like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And so I'm not saying it in that way of like getting stressed out, like, oh my gosh, reset this and not to run and go find my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes your purpose is just like doing what you love, feel like getting out of stress and going into fun, right? Getting out of like overwhelm and just going into experience. And, you know, a lot of the time we're resisting, resisting, resisting everything that's happening. And then when we just get into the now, we realize it's actually beautiful. Like I can share because I just became a mom last year. I'm used to, of course, doing and working with my team and getting on meetings and being on podcasts and all these different things. And then when you have a baby who needs your milk every 25 <laughs> minutes or whatever, you, be, uh, you become a portable milk machine, right? <laughs> and so there would be times where I would be checking myself. I would be coaching myself because maybe there's something that I had an idea or something that I wanted to do at the moment, I feel all this resistance, like, oh my gosh, what if I don't do this? So that, and then I'm like, Reese, like, I have a little miracle in front of me. And when I just remind myself, like, the work is going to be there, the clients are going to be there, the money's going to be there, blah, 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 it's all going to be there, my team's going to be there. And if I can just like be here in the now with this cute, cuddly, chubby little bundle of joy. That's why I'm doing this all, right? Yeah. Like, why are, why are we doing this all? Why do we want to earn money? Why do we want to have these businesses? Because we want to feel love. Because we want to feel joy. Because we want to feel like miracles. Like I have one right in front of me. And then it's like, it's so funny too, because then when I'm more present in the now, the other things show up. Mm-hmm. The other things just, just come out of the blue. Like, well, like we're having consistent, as you can tell from, you know, the amount of money we're making, five figure days when I'm not working or I'm napping all day or I'm playing with my baby room or I'm going out for walks. And it's like, like you said, we normalize it. Like it's okay that I, that I get to do both of those things and I get to have it all. And that gets to my reality. Yes. Okay. 
speaking of motherhood, since you brought up little baby, I wanted to talk about that because, so, you know, I would say a lot of the conversations that we had recently, like via texting and DMs and all that stuff is like your pregnancy journey and your birth journey and like motherhood so far. And you were telling me how you were using all of the tools that you teach in your certification to have this incredible birth that you experience. Can you talk about that? Like, I'm just so curious. You, you said that you used hypnosis and tapping. Like, can you just share like the whole, as much as you want, like how pregnancy was for you, the birth and like motherhood so far, or just share the birth story or whatever you want to get into. Yeah. I'll share as much as I can remember. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. So I want to preface this saying that for any moms listening or any parents listening, any way that you bring your baby into the world is beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? So there's not one way that's better than the other. Um, I was talking to someone the other day who said she had the most beautiful C-section and I like felt that. It's like, yes, like you brought life into the world. So I think no matter how we bring life into the world, it is a freaking miracle. Um, But actually recently I've learned about something called epi, epigenomes or epigenome. And so what I, what I didn't always know is that they can actually see that if we're holding on to trauma, anxiety, um, you know, past learning beliefs, past things that happen to us, it actually gets transferred mm-hmm. on the DNA. And so that goes to show even more how important it is for us to do our own healing. And it's not selfish for us to do our own healing because we're healing our babies and, you know, all the next generations. And then people, of course, also feel it energetically because of quantum entanglement. Um, But essentially, I've been doing this work for years. So I think that that helped me go into being pregnant in a very calm way. And one of the things that was a big priority for me is to make sure that, you know, if I did have emotions, I was processing them, but I was in a very calm, relaxed place because I know that when my baby's in my womb, my baby's feeling everything that I'm feeling. And so um, I really um, enjoyed my pregnancy, actually. So you asked me to tell you as much or as little as I want. I actually knew I was having a baby boy the night that we conceived him. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's 444 as so I'm saying this. So literally like, well, I, I, I'll keep it PG, but, <laughs> but literally I got a download that essentially said like, Hey, you have a choice to make right now. And if you go forward, you're going to have the most intelligent baby boy. That was the download I got. And my okay. husband was like, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I have gotten the same download though, Reese. Oh, yeah. Like, like my mom, well, my mom's been telling me for a while. She's like, I think you're going to have a boy. Every freaking psychic that I've seen in the last three years is like, you're going to have a boy, 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 boy. And I'm just like, but I want a girl. And then finally it like actually came to me, you know, like when you hear it from someone else, it's like, whatever. But when you actually yeah. embody it, you feel it on a whole nother level. And totally. I could actually see my son. And it would be like, uh, spirit said it would be very, very gifted, very psychic, very like connected child. And I literally saw him. He looked just like a blend of Brendan and I. And so I know exactly what you're talking about, even though we haven't conceived yet or tried yet. Like that is a very similar thing that I experienced where I just like, I know, I know it's a boy, which is so cool. Yeah. And for us, like we weren't, it was like when we stopped not trying, essentially, it pretty much happened. Um, but yeah, all through my pregnancy too, I, I was very blessed. I didn't have any, um, like morning sickness or anything like that. Um, was definitely tired, was definitely eating. Like I've never eaten before. And if I didn't have access to food, I was not a nice, <laughs> I was like, I was on Uber Eats, like $150, $200. like, it's for the baby. Um, <laughs> So yeah, eating more than, than usual. Um, but yeah, through my, through my whole journey, I always knew this before I was pregnant, but it obviously became very real when I was pregnant that I had a phobia of giving birth. Wow. Yeah. So I, I wasn't afraid of being a mom and I wasn't afraid of holding the baby in my body, but I was afraid of it on the way out. And it, it makes so much sense. Because think about like every time you see a movie, like the woman looks like she's going like, you know, she can't do it. And like, yeah, right. And I had all of these, um, you know, pictures in my mind of it being terrible. And I actually, through doing work as well, went back to being a little girl and hearing, I don't know if it was my mom or my, 
my aunts or some kind of motherly figure in my life. But I heard uh, a mom talking about how she tore, you know, when the baby yeah. was out. And I think that like the word in my head, it, it, um, you know, really like, it really stuck with me and I could really feel that viscerally. And so I knew that that was something I was going to have to work on. Right. And so through like, again, I did a lot of mindset work on this. I did a lot of deep breathing. I know you're into breath work, which is something I definitely want to explore more. We just hired a girl on our team who loves breath work too. But one of the things that I was doing was I was doing a lot of really deep breathing to um, stimulate the vagus nerve. So breathing in for 10 to 15 seconds and then breathing in for five seconds and then breathing out for 10 to 15 seconds because apparently with a longer exhale, that helps to like relax the vagus nerve. I knew that breathing was going to be important for me on the day. Yeah. Um, I also watched a ton of successful births on YouTube because I just wanted to reprogram my mind. Like I'd seen so many negative birds on you know movies and TV and da da da. So I want to reprogram my mind seeing it positively. So me and my husband would be like lying in bed on our phone watching positive birds like tears streaming down our face. Like oh my god it's so Reese, beautiful. I am like, literally doing that right now. And I, have, I have been for the last six months and I really appreciate all you people out there like if you did have a very positive birth experience that you put that in your YouTube title, because that really helps with my search functionality, like just like, and like, obviously, like you said, and I really appreciate what you said, any way you bring in your baby is a beautiful, whether it was a traumatic birth or a great birth, horrible birth, whether you love pregnancy, didn't love pregnancy, like you brought in a miracle and that's incredible. And you should be so so proud of yourself for what your body was able to do. Um, but I understand what you're saying completely because my mom was like, I tore and they, you know, my mom, God bless her soul. She had a very traumatic birth. And like in mm-hmm. Ukraine, there was no medication. There was no um, epidurals. There was no, like, if you get, I think it's called an episiotomy where they literally cut they you. Cut, yeah. Yeah. If they do that, there's no numbing. Absolutely. You just feel the freaking knife like open you up. And the nurses were like screaming at her to shut up that she was being too loud. And like, it was just like, and like my dad wasn't there because you're not allowed to have family members. And it's like, it's literally Reese from, from how she describes it to me. You don't have your own room. It's literally like in the movies, like, like the, olden day hospitals where you you just have like a row of women and they just like put a curtain around you and like all these women are screaming and you're, and you know, just a lot of like stuff like that. So I knew through like what you shared with the epigenetic stuff, like it's, it, it for sure comes from so many places. It comes from the programming of the movies, the stories we share, the horror stories we share. It comes from, you know, if your mom had a traumatic birth, like if you came through a traumatic birth, if your grandma came through a traumatic birth, your mom oh, came wow. through. So it's like, it's like, I, I've, it's so funny. Cause I'm like nowhere near pregnant right now, but it's like, I've been doing all these things. Cause I know that that's a fear I have as well. Good. And I actually use the phobia, actually I use the phobia technique. So I'll, I'll share a little bit and then I'll, sh- I'll share that. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it in succession. Yeah. Um, but yeah, throughout the pregnancy, watching the videos, like I said, and thank you so much. I want us to stop one second. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is the truth that it has been so hard for so many women. And, um, we've been taught that like we don't own our bodies or we can't do this and all these different things as well. And so the fact that this information is, is out on the internet and we can't access it and we can be empowered and we hopefully have more choice, not in all facilities, a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot better for a lot of people now than it was, but it's, it's so horrible to, to hear that that's the way that it was for Mm. women and they didn't have a voice, right? Yeah. Crazy stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I um, would watch a ton of videos and then I read the book Hypnobirthing by Marie Mongan. And then I also bought the Hypno Babies course, which was huge. I didn't, you're supposed to do it every day. I didn't do it every single day, but because I can go into hypnosis in like a millisecond, yeah. it, it was like a lot easier for me than, so if you're doing this and you've never done hypnosis before, you should probably do the tapes every single day. But since yeah. you can literally say sleep to me and I will go into hypnosis, it's a little bit easier. Um, one of the powerful things that I learned too from the Marie Mongan book 
what I hope I'm saying her name right, was that, um, like, for example, if a cat is giving birth, a cat will go into like a dark space where it's safe and then the labor is able to start. But if a predator comes up or if it's too bright or something like that, the labor will literally stop because your body is programmed to protect the baby. And so I noticed the day that my water broke that if I went into this little pantry that I have in my house or if I went to the bathroom, my contractions felt a little bit like harder. And then when I was in the light, they stopped. And it's wow. so interesting how our, how our bodies um, know that intuitively. So one, one like tip for anyone listening is like, if you're going to the hospital or whatever, ask them to turn the lights down because that can definitely help with the, the labor progression. Um, that's like one thing that I, I learned from that book that I feel like everyone should know. Right. Yeah. Um, and also too, if you feel like you're in fight or flight, so if, you know, someone's not in a calm or relaxed state, you're not, your, your body's not in that place to give birth. It's going to be more in like fight or flight. Um, so that was really big. Listening to the audios all the time was really big for me. And it's so funny. So on the day, on the day that my water broke, uh, uh, George came downstairs and I was like, <laughs> I was like, can you, can you grab a bucket and a mop? <laughs> Like, why? I'm like, my water broke. Oh my God. Was he freaking out? (laughs) What? Was he freaking out when he said my water just broke? Yeah. He initially freaked out. And then I'm like, you need to calm down because I need to go into hypnosis right now. (laughs) He's like, I really need you to be calm. And then, so I ended up having a hospital birth and um, we're lucky we got a private room with the bathtub. Didn't even get a chance to use the bathtub because we checked in. At around 6 30 by the time they like all signed me in I think it was around like 7 or 7 30 mm-hmm. and then uh, I was about three centimeters dilated and then within like 30 to 40 minutes I was 10 centimeters Whoa. dilated and and they're like okay like let's get the show on the road and it's so funny because the the nurses were like yeah. Oh, so I didn't do epidural I didn't do any of the the drugs pitocin anything like that I just used my hypnosis. I had my Beats headphones in my ears, um, my Beats pros. And um, every time I would get a contraction and push, the nurses were like, yay. And I was like, I really appreciate your enthusiasm. And I can see that you're coming from a good place. And I need you to stop cheering. And I had to like get everyone in the room in a really relaxed state. Yeah. And then by 930, he was born at 930 on the dot. I had my little baby. So wow. yeah, and, and I felt I, I could feel it, but because of the hypnosis, it just felt like someone like squeezing your arm tight. Like I'm not gonna say like I didn't feel anything, but yeah. it felt like someone just squeezing my arm tight and like I could totally handle it. I do remember one time um a doctor kind of like came in really abruptly and it knocked me out of hypnosis and I felt the feelings and I was like, okay, I need to like turn up the hypnosis even more, get back in. But yeah, when I was in that state, I was like off in my own own little world. And um, yeah, I feel very blessed because we had a beautiful, beautiful birth. Wow. Okay. Noted. I am definitely doing a hypno birth because Mm -hmm. I remember when we were learning about hypnosis, like, especially I remember like the first time I went through, you know, transform destiny they were talking about how like hypnosis used to be the old anesthesia, like the original anesthesia. That's like how before anesthesia existed, like they discovered that if you put the patient into hypnosis, like probably similar to how you felt, like someone squeezing your arm, I'm sure they felt something, but it is just magical how the subconscious mind works in that state. It just like doesn't register things the same way as like conscious awareness. And you're able to like do these incredible superhero type things. And that is just so freaking cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. As soon as you said, like, I did all these things, I tapped, I, you know, I did hypnosis or whatever. I was like, damn, okay, I need to hear more about this. And so it's cool that everyone can benefit from this conversation. Um, How has motherhood been for you? Like running an empire and being this badass boss bitch and just like, you know, killing it in life. Like, and also raising a baby, which how old is he right now? He's five months, five months. So how has the last, how's the last five months been for you? It's been really good. You reminded me too. I used a lot of tapping before, during too, if I was feeling it, like when we're walking to the car and then after two, I'm using tapping because I'm like, Oh my God, like 
you know, things on the go and getting myself back into that calm, relaxed state. Yeah. Being a mom has been the biggest blessing of my entire life. And, you know, having a little baby is like, he, he teaches me so much. I know it sounds so like cheesy to say, cause that's what like everyone says, but they really do teach you so much. And I think one of the most beautiful things that he teaches me is that like perfection is in your growth, you know, like so mm. often we think like when I have this launch, I'm going to have this, then I'm there. And it's like, I'm like, I know I will never be perfect because my baby's foot is perfect and I will never be my baby's foot. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like, there's no point in even striving for it. And yeah. you know, and it's just like, I think we have to also treat ourselves like a little baby. It's like when he goes poo, I'm like, congratulations, you know, like we're like cheering up, like you, like you roll over like, oh my God, you did it. And it's like, why can't we treat like what, at what age do we yeah. know we congratulate ourselves for pooping? You know, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it four? Is it seven? Like, I don't know. Um, was That's it such a good drink? point. Oh my goodness. It's such a good point. Like at what point do we get deconditioned from celebrating every little thing in life and like being proud of ourselves and being amazed with ourselves and just being fascinated with everything. I think that's such a great life lesson that I could see motherhood has taught you. Like you just have this different energy about you. Like you're very just... I think you've always been this person that I've really admired because you just have this like fascination with yourself, with the mind, with other people, with how to help people. And you just have this like zest that I don't see very often where everything is just so exciting for you. And it's just so beautiful to witness. Like you just radiate this like pure light and pure um, beauty. And just to see that amplified after you became a mom, it's like, wow, I didn't know that it could get even bigger for her. And it did. And that's just like so inspiring me, inspiring for me to watch. You are so sweet. And I feel the exact same about you. You are just a light for so many people. So thank you for doing the work that you do. And I think like, just like you're holding Leia right now, it's like, Holding a baby is so healing, you know, like holding something so pure and so innocent is so healing. Um, So I feel like that helps. Like just, you know, he he wakes up in the morning and it's so funny. He'll like grab my face and like touch my face. Like, are you real? I think he like lucid dreams and comes back to the planet. It's like, are you real? And yeah, it just like reminds you like we're all children. You know, like yeah. if you're 40 years old, you're still a baby it, on the grand scheme of things. You're still yeah. a baby. And so it's like, if you did one thing that you couldn't do yesterday, or you did one thing a little bit better, celebrate that. And I think my grandpa, actually, I wish he was still here. He taught me like not to be like a world, to be worldly, I guess, let you know what's going on in the world, but not be too caught up with what's going in the world, going on in the world. And it reminds me that like my soul came here for something so much bigger and not to get caught up in like the drama or, you know, little things that are happening or, or problems or even the good things like a car or a purse or whatever, because those things are nice, of course, but they're physical. And when we can just remember that, like we're energy and we're spirits and, you know, connect more with that and play more with that that's when you feel good. It's even though, you know, it's great to earn, it's great to help people. It's great to achieve. Like what actually is going to make you happy is what's happening on the inside. How you Mm. feel about yourself. Mic drop. Amen, sister. That is, yes, that is the truth. Um, so I know you are a humongous dreamer and I'm curious, what is the next vision for you for yes supply? Like what's next for you? What are you, what are you reaching Mm -hmm. for? So it's so funny because in May, 2019, I was leading a training and I asked everyone in the group, what's your goal? And a student raised her hand. She's like, Grace, what's your goal? And I'm like, none of my students ever asked me that. And I remember saying, (laughs) I remember saying, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but at one point, Yes Supply is going to have like a science team or a research team. Yeah. We're going to prove the science behind these techniques and that, you know, if someone, if someone needs to take medicine or whatever, that's, you know, that's totally okay. I'm supportive of that, but to also show the world that you have options and that we have tools that we can self heal and and regulate within us. Um, and so it's so funny because fast forward a couple years later, we just hired our own award-winning neuropsychologist, she has 10 years experience um, researching NLP and hypnosis and all these different things. And right now she's doing a literature review. So finding 
so much research that actually backs all of these incredible subconscious mindset tools. And then we are looking to start doing our own research. So I've seen this work impact thousands of people, like like help people that think that they need to get a surgery, not need a surgery or help people manifest love or a certain amount of money or believe something about themselves. And so I know it works for a fact. And so I'm so excited to create scientific proof that it's like whatever you're going through, you have access to the tools and you don't have to look outside of you for them. They already exist inside of you. So I want to prove the science behind manifestation. I want to prove the science behind, um, you know, the fact that we can reverse any negative impacts that have happened. Um, and I, I always, I always tell my team, like, I think we're, I think we're doing what we're meant to be doing. We just need to do more of it. So we just want to certify more people, help more good people become successful, six figure mindset and manifestation coaches and just share with the world that, you know, you can empower yourself from within and you can be so successful and so fulfilled empowering others as well as you do that. Oh my God. I love that. And we are so aligned by the way, funny story. Like that is anytime people ask me like, what is the next level of manifestation, babe? And I'm like, it's like the same thing, but more people. It's like, yeah. it's like, I'm not, I'm not reaching for like myself to be anything bigger. It's just, I want to help more people. And so I see myself just helping more people. Like that's the next level until I've helped as many people as I can possibly before turning blue in the face. Yeah. That Then I've like completed my, my life mission. And, um, I love that you mentioned like researcher because, um, similar but different. Like when I started putting my programs together, uh, Rich Wave Academy, Manifestation Wave Academy, and creating just like my one singular program for people of just like everything that I could possibly tell you about manifestation, how to work it in your life in one place. I spent the first, I think it's like three modules, just showing people like the scientific proof, the research, the, the like all of this stuff is not just a theory. Like here's an example of like how it's been used in quantum physics. Here's an example of how this scientist used it in the Olympics. Here's an example of this. And I just like knew it's so funny because I just knew that like if you just have as many examples as possible and like you have different people, like experts say, show you how it works and like, and it's like, it just lets people get the fuck out of their heads about it. And like, it just eliminates that doubt that so many people have of like, this sounds too woo woo, or I'm not necessarily spiritual yet or whatever. Like I'm so in the spiritual, like I, I have shamans right now instead of coaches. Like I've, I, I, I had the coaches, I had the mentors and I'm like, I want shamans in my life. And so I'm like in that <laughs> yes. realm. And like yeah. everyone is important, right? Wherever you are, everyone is important. Whatever help you can get is amazing. Um, but I just know that there's those people that need that 3D tangible, like this is how it works. So it's so funny that you bring that up because I was literally like, I think I need to spend a lot of time in the beginning working on that and showing people and like doing some of that research so that by the time we get to the change work and the release work and the rewiring and the time techniques and the hypnosis and everything, it's like, listen, there is no shadow of a doubt that it fucking works. And here Absolutely. we're going to make it work for you. So I love that. That's amazing. I love that. that is so important. And I remember being someone who would hear a, a coach or a guru being like, you can have it all. And I'm like, really? But then when you have proof, like exactly yes. what you're doing, it's like scientific studies say, da, da, da. it's like, okay. Or universal laws say, da, da, da. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can have it all if it's a law or if there's a stat. Yeah. And then, and then that's like the the first step into okay. Now I'm hiring a shaman. <laughs> yeah. It, it hooks them in. You know. You gotta, yeah. you gotta hook people in first. <laughs> I love that you're doing that. Uh, Reese, I can talk to you forever. Literally, it's been such a pleasure and such a joy, and you're such a beautiful light on this planet. And I'm so excited for um, everyone to hear your story. I know it's weird. By the time you guys are listening to this, you've already heard her whole story, but <laughs> I'm really excited to put this podcast episode out. Um, for anyone who is listening, can you just share like where people can find you, how they can support you, and more importantly, how they can sign up for your certifications and all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been such a pleasure. And yes, I could talk to you all day. Um, <laughs> so you can find me at my website at yessupply.co. 
Um, if you're interested in learning more about the certification as well, you can find that at yessupply.co slash certified. Um, and then I'm on Instagram almost every day. So on there at yessupply. Yeah. I love your Instagram. And for any of you guys listening, please tag us at Yes Supply, at Manifestation Babe, share all your takeaways, aha moments, send all your love to Reese. We're definitely going to repost it and look out for that and, and connect with you. And we'd love to hear what you learned from this beautiful, magical, miraculous episode. Um, Reese, again, thank you so much for being here. I am sending you so much love to you and your family and your beautiful baby boy. And for the rest of you. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at manifestationbabe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.